The Biden administration is coming off what seems to be the most devastating week since Biden took office. We're going to discuss the slew of things that impacted the administration this week and what looks to be the beginning of a collapsed administration. This involves the economy. This involves the jobs market report. This involves inflation. This involves the filibuster, and this involves our Supreme Court ruling. We're going to get into all of it. It's going to be a jam-packed episode. Then we're going to discuss a possible rebound for Ted Cruz. In last week's episode, we were very critical of Ted Cruz, uh, but he seems to maybe have rebounded a little bit in terms of his grilling of an FBI official. We're going to get into that. And then we're going to discuss something that's going on in L.A. County and the massive looting that's taking place on freight trains that are coming through LA County and how LA seems to not be doing anything about that. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to wrap up the episode by talking about what's going on with Kanye West. This is not celebrity gossip, but it is important to discuss these things for the culture in terms of Kanye more or less simping over his ex-wife and why it's important not to do that. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our new website. That's hangingwithapes.com, and you can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to go, you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, donate an amount of your choosing at our new website. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. Uh, we're on all podcast platforms. As you hear, we're back in our regular studio, our regular quality. Voice is clear, not congested. The, the, the newest variant of the virus is uh, rather, rather mild, I would yeah, say. Yeah. And... Um, uh, it wasn't even rough enough to to keep us from doing an episode yeah. uh, last week. It was only rough enough to keep us from our normal quality. But as you see, we're back to our normal quality and we're good to go. I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. That's very good. Very good. Um, and a lot to talk about this week. It's yeah. been an eventful week. Um there's is when we're doing pre-production, we were sorting through the things to talk about, doing the research over the things to talk about, and we decided, man, we 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 had uh, not the best quality last week, so we got to hit them with a with a four segment episode. Yep. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get right to it, like it ain't none to it. Uh, kicking it off, the Biden administration devastating week. Why is it devastating? Devastating because they're not getting anything that they want done. So if you're not for the Biden administration, it's been a great week for you. But if you're for the Biden administration, if you're in the Biden administration, if you are 
Biden's administration. It's been an awful week for you. Now, out of all the things that have pummeled the Biden administration this past week, which the list is an abysmal jobs report. The December jobs report was about 50,000 less jobs than November in a month that you expected to be significantly higher uh, considering shopping and and people going out to eat and celebrating and everything like that, you know, that th- that would yield more places hiring and whatnot. Uh, Kristen Cinema from uh, Arizona votes to keep the filibuster, which we're going to discuss why that's important and how the Democrats only care about that when it suits and benefits them. Um, but she's not, her and Joe Manchin are not voting along with the rest of the Democrats. Uh, inflation is officially at 7%. My estimate is that it's a lot higher than that, but the official number currently is 7%, which is the highest in 40 years. Um, the Supreme court ruled against the jab mandate in private business. And uh, what was the other thing? There was another thing, right? Um, oh, and the approval yeah, rating. The, the approval rating, the, yeah, 33%. Yeah, the, the Joe Biden's approval Pretty rating jack. is an abysmal uh, 33%. Yeah. Out of those things that I just listed, which it's a lot, which one do you think is the worst or which is the one that stands out to you the most? The worst as in like what's worse for us as Americans or what's worse for him? <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I mean both, both. So you, yeah. what's the one that's worse for him, and then what's the one that's worse for Americans? Well, I think I think the one that's mm, worse for him is the approval rating, because it basically summarizes everything that 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 he's very good at, which is sucking. Um, so you, you do you agree that that's an an accurate approval rating do you believe that's accurate um i think what we've learned from from the polls is like you know it depends on the on the group of people and it depends on like the what's being asked and who's being asked so i think that's accurate in the sense of that week but i don't know i, I i'm pretty disappointed in the fact that we're already here, so it's like, well, how much of a disapproval, like, what will this disapproval rating do for people voting in the future? Because, I mean, if it's 33%, but, like, dude and all his people keep being reelected or, you know what I mean? Like, well, then that doesn't right. matter. So so you're, you're looking at it from the perspective of, like, will they... Do some more funny business like in the 2020 election, yeah. like that. That it'll matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, which I I can agree with such mm-hmm. a sentiment because they the way that this administration operates, they operate so arrogantly. It's either like in, in extreme arrogance or extreme stupidity, yeah, or extreme arrogance. Like I don't know which of the three it is, or if it's some sort of combination of the three. But yeah. they operate in a way where they don't think they can lose. Like, they, like the only way you do this bad as an administration no. is if you think you're doing a good job or you know you're not doing a good job, but you know that it's not going to have an effect on you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think 
for me at face value, what what's so bad about having a 33% approval rating is like, you suck so bad that even if you did do funny business, people still think you suck. You know what I mean? Like, even if you did fluff the numbers, like that one tweet that you had uh, retweeted about, like, I think it was the White House sending like, uh, well, having like a graph of what the employment was last month. And I said, wow, the biggest month ever. And I was like, dude, this is such fucking horrible Soviet-esque propaganda. Like when you really consider that we're actually not doing well. Yeah. And and the way they, they paint that. So it's like, well, hmm, I don't know. Now for us, I think it's seven the 7% inflation. I think we've gathered that because like your money just doesn't go like it used to. So that's just a lower quality of life overall. Less money to be able to live. So, and then from that, it's like the people that that the Dems always target, which is which is lower income people. Those are the ones that pay, you know. And, and, and ultimately, yeah. yeah, crime rises. You know? Crime rises. Oh. Uh, your money doesn't go as far. The price of goods and services goes up. The price of energy goes up. And you have no assets yeah. to to make it more or less balance out because, and and, and the only reason that 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 any time we get into the realm of inflation, I naturally get into the conversation of investing, the stock market, real estate, and everything like that, is because part of why we do this podcast is to help and give information to people, information that maybe you don't. You've never heard it before or information that you've never thought of before or or give it in a way that perhaps you've never looked at it in this particular way before yeah. because we're from the inner city like we're we're from we're from the hood i i would say that our upbringing was a uh, uh, a lower middle middle class upbringing yeah. you know N- definitely like not dirt poor or anything like that but not rich and and if middle class, lower middle class, you know, and 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 that's something that when you when you think about that, you're you're talking about people in a segment of society that they don't invest and they don't have a lot of assets and yep. they don't understand these sorts of things. So we talk about this stuff because obviously this is not a a, a lesson or a class on inflation. But it is enough information to kind of take with you and run with it and possibly do your own research and, and see how you can maneuver around these things and, and uh, you know, benefit you and your family and whatnot. And so when we discuss inflation and as you brought up the, the, the lower class people and how ultimately it hurts them the most, yeah, it's, yeah 100%. Because if you don't have assets that are growing along with inflation and you know i've talked about you know certain investments in the market of like blue chip stocks that this year well last year rather i was up 33 percent like even if inflation is higher which i believe that inflation is somewhere around i agree with sandman's estimate like his estimate is that it's somewhere around 14 percent yeah now, why do you think that they I, lie? Huh? Like, why do you think that there there's so many buffers on like, oh, it's because like some of the numbers have been like two percent. 
And it's like, what? Well, the well fuck right now, the, the across the board, the number that I see is seven. Like, I yeah. see, like, pretty much, like, like uh, the, the major media outlets and, and economists, they all seem to, like, be agree, uh, in agreement on 7%. Yeah. And they all seem to agree that it's the highest that it's been in 40 years. Yeah. I think that it's higher, but the metrics that they use, it's... Uh, it's a very like they're they they use like a national average metric, yeah. so I guess maybe the reason that I I see it as higher is because we live in Chicago, yeah, or in the Chicagoland area, um, and and so like where we frequent is the city and the city area, and so it's an expensive city, so naturally things are going to be higher. So yeah. that that seven percent, that's an average, you know, nationwide. Yeah. But I would imagine that in in our territory, we're closer to fourteen percent. Like, because yeah. we already had higher gas prices than other places. We already had higher taxes than other places. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like like on on uh on an account like and this is just like that little Acorns account where it just gets your change. So I put a little bit of money plus a change. That uh, last la- love, like the whole last year, I've made two hundred dollars for just having my money in stocks. Like that's not bad that, for like like chump change. Yeah, that's think way about more that. than whatever money you had invested in in the market. Had you had that money in the bank, that's. Th- Way more than what the interest would have garnered you. Yeah. If it would have like even garnered you any interest, to be honest. Yeah, that's like 9 plus percent over what? Change because I go and buy uh, coffee and this and then put a little bit more money. Like the things that you don't think about. So it's like this is why we share information because it's like, well, you could have 2000 in in your savings, but it wouldn't be worth $200 more. Right. And that's where it's like, well, this is uh, concerning that people aren't thinking that way. And, and and it's good information to just share because it's not it's not like rocket science. That's like really passive income. Like Acorns is like uh, like a first step. It was made all for like younger people yeah. to like get into investing. And so it's like even that will yield good results if you just put put some money into it and hedge against inflation. If indeed it is it is seven percent. Like you said, us living in the city and seeing how bad prices have went up, it's like well. It's probably higher, but you're still, you're still, you're still, up. you're still above it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so to me, that's, that's where the information we share, we share it because, well, you know, obviously it's good information. I wish like if I was a, like younger, uh, younger me, someone would have told me, oh, hey, you'll make 9% if you just put this money yeah. on, in the stock market. I was like, wow, really? So, all right, I'll do that from a younger age. Yeah, you know? uh, I actually was talking to somebody about that the other day, and I was telling them how, like, I, I don't, I don't have many, many regrets in my life. I, I feel like, by and large, I've made pretty good decisions uh, when it comes to, to, to people that I, I choose to have in my life, like friends. I've made pretty good decisions when it comes to like my finances, my investments and and everything like that. Um and, and like even even in in terms of like the decisions when it comes to friends is like not not all the friends like are on like like what we're on, but at least like none of them were the type to ever like bring you down cuz some people like 
it, it's one thing like you there's people that have friends that like that like elevate them it's like oh it's it's a it's a circle of people that that are like investors and and on business and it's like these people it's like a it's like a, a great network of bouncing ideas off of each other and 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 maneuvering and stuff yeah. like that i i would say by and large that that's not really the situation with with uh most of our friends i would i would say but i would say that they're definitely not the type to bring you down like like some people like i said they have friends that take them up then there's some people that kind of just like it's like a plateau and then you have some people that have friends that actually like bring them down yeah so i've made good decisions in regards to like well these are people like the friends have not been the type to like bring bring me down um uh and and in terms of investments and stuff like that like i've i've done i've done well uh and real estate is something that like i i knew very early on in life and and i got involved in it with it at a very early age and stuff but i started investing in the market almost five years after i was invested in real estate and mm-hmm. it makes me, I, I wish that that's something that I knew about younger. Like I always had an interest in it, but I didn't know about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to like, I literally taught myself the stock market. I literally taught myself yeah. like how to buy a, uh, an individual stock, like what to invest in ETF index and all of that, all of that stuff. And, um, and so it is, like you said, it is good. Or It would have been nice to have somebody just like real estate to know at a young age. Same thing with, with the stock market because the stock market is a lot easier to get into than yeah. than real estate is, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's something that's there and that, that, you know, if you make sound decisions and do your research, you know, it's not like super hard. It's just like looking at it from the long term because we're not talking like day trading either no 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 long term but i don't know if you knew this but there's a i was reading a statistic the other day about 80 percent of day traders like are in the red oh wow yeah yeah like that like it's and it's true like i've i've only once in my whole life and i gravitate towards people that are in business so this is not coming from a perspective of a guy that is like oh i i talk to co-workers about the basketball game or like 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 irrelevant shit now this is coming from the perspective of a guy that like gravitates towards people that are in business and are investors and everything and out of all the people that i've throughout my lifetime that i've encountered i've encountered that are business people entrepreneurs or investors what have you I've only ever come across one person that was a successful day trader. Yeah. Out of all these people. Damn. Now I've come across many people that invest in the market, but yeah. it's like over over you yeah. know the compounding the, it. You know, you know, exactly compounding and like they're playing the long game. But in terms of like a successful day trader, I've only ever come across one. So it's not like a very common yeah. or frequent thing. And I think that's the the part about the market that a lot of people get lost with is because they think that's how you make money yeah in the market like they because th- that's kind of what the movies show like yeah that wolf of wall street shit it's like 
big fast money. That's but, a Dogecoin way of thinking. Yeah, I like it, to say. exactly, exactly. But that no, there's you know it, the the long game is is the game that I play. Yeah, like even even when we've talked about crypto and our like not so trusting view on it, it's like well we at least know that Bitcoin and Ethereum are the ones to look at, not like Dogecoin or a meme coin or the coin that came out last week. There's a bunch of the, them. Yeah. There's or a the bunch coin, of them, yeah. which in, in my opinion, like, uh, devalues the whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's why you see that shit go up and down like that. Cause like, it'll go like, yeah, Bitcoin the volatility like, is wild, yeah. man. I, I, uh, nah, I can't like my biggest thing when it comes to that. And I know we're getting a little off topic, but yeah. like my biggest thing when it comes to the whole cryptocurrency thing is that, I can't, if I can't grasp the fundamentals of it and not in terms of like how it works, but the fundamentals of what actually makes it go up and yeah. what actually makes it go down, it's just not something that I feel very confident investing. And to me, th that, that degree of uncertainty is more like gambling than it is investing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a little, <laughs> a, a take from from us as far as investing but but yeah i mean it, it's something that 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 we you know we we want to keep an eye out on and 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 look at it but you know also share because like some of the stuff that we've done like like in in our life like why not share it like why not push that forward and, and let people know how well how does this work how does that work and so like, i go back to the point that you made like you know in the show we talk about a lot of stuff but the reason why we break it down and we analyze it is to give a perspective that might be skipped over, you know? Like yeah. a lot of stuff like that happens in, in culture, we don't, like people take it at face value, you know? We'll talk about it later with the Kanye Westing, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it, you, you analyze, you break that stuff down, and then you try to put put forth a perspective in, in uh you to show people why this is important like why you should pay attention to this why your eyes should be open about this stuff like i, I don't know how many times i've gotten you know people to tell me like this show makes them makes like what's going on in politics like understandable and digest and digestible because they see the things on the news and they're like, oh, well, I don't really know what that is. I don't know why that's important. I see these talking heads talking about it, but I don't really know, like, how how is this going to affect me in the long run? Yeah. Well, that's kind of that's kind of like what what we're here to do. And and um, and I think that's part of the the importance of, of what we do. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Uh, getting back to the the abysmal week for the the Biden administration. So you said that you thought that the worst thing for him is the 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 thirty three percent approval rating, and then the worst thing for Americans is the the inflation. Yeah, yeah. I think personally, I think the worst thing for him is the the whole filibuster thing because. Mm. Christian Cinema, like to me, what this shows is like Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema. To me, I think them not rocking with Biden is very in. It, it's showing 
that the Democrats that they represent, which are not extreme leftist Democrats, they are really like traditional Democrats, like that 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 Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema uh, represent. To me, that shows me that their constituency or, or or constituencies like theirs are not rocking with the Biden agenda. No. To me, that's very devastating because now, like, what for for the Biden administration? Because what are you left with now? Like, what what do you what do you go off of? Like, and, and we see the urban Democrat. that there's that there's a, a a departure from the extreme leftism. Like, we don't have Trump anymore, so we see CNN's ratings are abysmal the other day somebody posted on twitter and i went and i fact checked it and it was true it's bad uh, uh uh cnn's programming on average is getting about eight hundred and nineteen thousand people viewers where joe rogan per episode he gets like 11 million that shit is crazy yeah. so like you look at that and you consider something like that and it's like that's an extreme departure from from leftism like the fact that your network has lost almost 90% of its viewers over the last year, that says a lot. That's an indicator of where people are going culturally and, and the type of news that they're consuming because how come Fox's numbers haven't, haven't dropped? In fact, Fox right now, I was just reading the other day, they're going to give Jesse Waters his own show now. So now you're going to have Jesse Waters with his own show, Tucker with his own show, Hannity with his own show, and Laura Ingram with her, with her own show. Like, Jesus. that's... That's a massive lineup. What the fuck do you, the CNN have? Fucking yeah. Don yeah. Lemon? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what do you, you know, like, yeah. the, so you, you consider that. So to me, all of these numbers, why all of those numbers are important, because to me, those numbers are an indicator of a departure from, from really extreme leftism. So. Ben, and also it lends a, uh, a route for Democrats to actually be like you could have an all-American as like Democrat who's heroic like cinema and and um, Mansion like they've done a lot yeah for, Joe for, Manchin, for I was telling my dad this the other day Joe Manchin will go down in history the same way John Boehner and those House Republicans went down in history as stopping Obama yeah. in his tracks. Joe Manchin literally, and, and what's dope about Joe Manchin is, see, John Boehner and them, they didn't come into office and be, with the power to stop Obama until after two years of Obama. Yeah. And Obamacare Joe, was implemented. Right. Uh, but Obama pretty much had two years to like run wild. Yeah. Which, with that, there's a caveat. Trump also had two years to run wild, and he didn't build the wall, and and so that was a mistake on his part. Which yeah. now that we see what's going on now at the border, I understand Ann Coulter's disdain for Trump. Like you had two years of of a, of a House and Senate, there's no excuse that wall wasn't built. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so I, I get where I get where where she's coming from with with that. Uh, now I, I understand it more. I now, granted, I understand that Trump was trying to play politics and like, oh, well, I want to be friendly and I want to, you know, I get, I get it. Him. B- but it's like, y- as you've told me, you know, huh? Where did that get him? Exactly. 
So now, so but the difference between Obama being stopped and 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 met with a brick wall, and and Biden is Biden was met with the brick wall. In within yeah. his first year. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's a good thing. Like I mean, if you if you're not for the Biden agenda, which if you guys haven't caught on by now, we're not. Yeah. But yeah. but that's a great thing. Like he's been hit with a bro because of cinema and joe mansion so they're heroes really like yeah. you, you, when you th- when you think about the nation and and how they save things and the only thing that biden has been able to get through is that infrastructure bill and that's only because the cocaine mitch like rallied the Republicans. 16 republicans voted for that now granted I understand why one would vote for the infrastructure bill because it is something that's needed and it's been done in the past and it's yielded like good good results or whatever. Yeah. But other if, if cocaine Mitch had wanted to gridlock Joe Biden, he could have gridlocked Joe Biden and and it still might have passed because I, I think all the Democrats were on board with it. Yeah. But it, it really passed because you had like was like sixteen, I wanna say sixteen Republicans that were down with it. But but other than that, that's it. Joe Biden has not been able to do anything else. Yeah, anything yeah. else. And the infrastructure bill, there's a lot of filler and garbage in there. But it's like out of everything that Joe Biden wants to do, it's like it was the least garbage thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and well, you know, even even though he's been stopped, he still has done, you know, I think damage. To the to the oh yeah a hundred percent like the, yeah. this is we're just talking about legislature here yeah we're not yeah no because like in in inflation he has a hand in inflation the shit that right now this idea which we'll we'll discuss it in a little bit but like all of these programs because the other thing that he passed was the I uh, was it the CARES Act I think where the well the money for like the the COVID yeah the or the virus relief. Because uh, they're they're coming after Joe Rogan for that topic, so you really don't want to say that c word these days. Yeah. But uh, but but he dished out all them just the, the same way Trump did, but more like he dished out all that the money for uh, the virus or whatever. And now like you have people that they don't want to work, and like we're seeing what they're calling economists are calling the Great Resignation and the yeah. Big Quit and stuff like that, which is. It, it's hurting, like it's doing damage uh, across the board. Not only is it doing damage to the supply chain, not only doing damage to service industry and businesses and everything like that, but also adding to the inflation problem. Yeah, yeah. Because some people are just gonna be like, "Well, no, I'm not gonna," because you are attacking people for what they don't want to do. I know plenty of people who've quit their jobs, you know, and it's like inflation is so bad that now the fight for fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, motherfuckers should be getting paid twenty an hour, really, like to keep up to be able to live with the, the with. So, this is how you fight, as far as making better decisions when you vote, so we don't have to pay with not having that much money because it's not worth anything anymore. And this is like primarily why you vote. You know, I hate this term of like the better of two evils. No, it's like, well, you're not going to agree with one candidate 100 percent. But I mean, this was as clear as day. Like this was not going to turn out well. This guy was very dishonest from the beginning. You know, like you could say whatever you want about Trump. 
never once did he mandate anything. No, no. You know, he deregulated. On on many occasions, he was probably oh, actually his. I think his first year was like the first, the most conservative year from yeah. any Republican president. Dude's not even really like conservative, conservative, and so you look at you look at a a guy like Trump. Trump left you alone, whether he agreed with like he's a he's pro vaccine for himself. He never pushed that. That's all people ask for is like, can we? Can I make my? Am I my own individual? Yeah. Am, am I my own person? Can I do make my own decisions? And uh, you know, uh, when it came to de- de- deregulation, like the first week, first week of his presidency, I'll never forget because like we knew about this because we were directly affected by this. Um, the what was it called? The Dot Frank. Yeah. yeah, like. Right there, that's someone. That's someone who's thinking like, listen, let me get out of the way of the people who want to like invest and 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 get in the real estate market. A hundred percent. And and for every idiot out there that says, oh well, the Democrats, the Democrats are for are for um the the little guy, but the Republicans are for are for the uh, the big guy. No, no, no. That was a. Uh, you see, that was a, a direct example of how Obama was for the elitists that have a bunch of cash that were able to to make moves because that Dad Frank made it so hard for like somebody in the position that we were because we were young, like yeah. we, we were young, like we were mid twenties, early early twenties, early twenties. Yeah. We were early early twenties, ready to make a big move yeah. in real estate, and Dad Frank was in our way. Yeah. But somebody, and, and you know, we're from the inner city and anything, but some coastal elite could have just went and then bought whatever property they wanted, and Dodd Frank wouldn't it wouldn't have affected them at all because they had so much capital and everything yeah. like that. Like, so you how ask, is one for yeah. the little guy and and the other one not? Nah, like that. Those are the direct yeah. examples of when people say certain things and like you realize they have no idea what yeah. they're talking about. And, and us coming up at the time, we're like, all right, well, what's our job? Our job is to get 20% of this investment, have excellent credit, be prepared to fix the property. We did everything by the book of what it takes to invest in something. It was a good investment. And it's like, well, so we played by the rules and we get shunned because I'm not a rich person. Because great, not some right? Because great, we had great credit. We had uh, between both of us a, a decent ass amount of money in the bank, yeah. and and oh nothing. And so it took so much, with, with, uh, which I, I'll say it on here. So much that the first property that I bought, I ended up having to buy it cash. Yeah. That's how bad things were that I had to buy it and fix it yeah. cash because which like who Why? at that age is doing that <laughs> shit? You yeah. know what I'm saying? What? But it's like whatever, like I motherfuckers ain't gonna get in my yeah. way. But it's just one of those yeah. things that it's like that made the the journey like that much more harder. Cause what could you have done? Exactly. Imagine at that time. I made if you it did so that, like you couldn't deny me. Yeah. Like that's how much. Like it's like nah. That's that's wild. With the regular rules, you would have three. Right. Like, think about uh, yeah, that. Yeah, hundred percent. Three or four, really, because like you play, you got to play this the the smart game. But it's like, all right, well, you want to slow me down? I'm still gonna get in. But even 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 with that, it still slows you down, and you think in retrospect, like man. What you, what I could have done, not 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 that you sh- we should live in the past. Be like, oh poor, you know I could have had three. I got, but it's like, why just let people be smart, play the yeah. game smart, and we'll be fine. 
but you you only let leave the game to be played by like you said coastal elitists they come in they have big um, lots of cash and they buy it and you know whatever like if you got the money that's cool but uh, is this game about who's smarter or who has the more money yeah. you know like because if, if if we're talking about let's be smart well then l- l- let there be like fuck let that go through and let's see how people uh could and and, and to me what what was the most jarring was and most evident to me was during that time we was, they said no on that deal, but then they said yes on two hundred and fifty thousand. If it was a single family home, single family home that doesn't now produce income, yeah. So 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 half the price of a building at that time for for us. Yet oh yeah no yeah single family like you want to be a slave to the system yes 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 yeah and I was like well then at that point you're you're looking at the game remember, that they're playing be, remember over there by like it was like around the corner from like where where Chris used to live we found a four unit for like one twenty yeah but then the bank was like oh well w- w- if it's an investment we'll only approve eighty thousand or some shit like that and it's just like but. The numbers are so beautiful with it. Like the numbers, it's an it's it's an immaculate, it's an immaculate deal. Like yeah. I think the 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 we the, never the, the gross income, like because like a formula that we follow is like uh, the five times the gross income. I think the gross income paid for the building. I want to say it was like two and a half, three years. It was yeah. a it was beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. It was a beautiful deal. <laughs> it was huge, <laughs> and and the bank wouldn't rock with it. But like, but somebody that yeah. that's working at fucking Target, you'll approve them for a single family home that doesn't generate income. Yeah. Come on, man, get the fuck out of here! Like, nah, nah, like, like, like people that, and that's what I'm saying. Like people that say that stuff. Oh, the 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 Democrats, they're they're for the the little guy, the working man. Y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like like. Well, it, it's it's like it's a it's ignorance. It's it's like, dude, what do you you don't even know? And you I never think sat about, that, I think yeah. about that. Like we were what twenty one, twenty two at the time. Yeah. Imagine, imagine we got that at that age. Oh yeah. At that age, because I look at like I, I, uh, you know, uh, Graham Stephan and Jasper Singh. They're they're younger than us. That's like the age they bought property. Yeah. That like they started they started younger. Me, I didn't I didn't buy my first property like till I was 25, 26. You know, you think about that stuff, it's like, well, yeah. like I I should I was ready at 21, but it was just it was a bad it, it was it was uh it, it wasn't it was, catered. It, yeah, yeah, it was it was it, rigged. Yeah, it was a raw deal. <laughs> uh but yeah, so so all of that stuff is 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 stuff to to consider when we're talking about investments and the economy and uh and everything like that. Um so yeah, so what I was saying is I think that um uh Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin were their position on things shows where the moderate Democrats are, I think that can potentially be devastating to to Joe Biden. Um, another thing that I think is important, we covered very thoroughly the when Glenn Youngkin was elected governor of Virginia. And as you know, the other day he just got inaugurated. Uh, yeah. he, uh, he took office. Um 
what's interesting about that whole situation is the first day if his uh, as governor he bans critical race theory removes the mask mandate and removes the jab mandate from state employees that's another thing with virginia essentially being a blue state prior to his election in this time from the time that he's won to the time that he he's inaugurated 33 he's had a, a lot of time to observe get the, the lay of the land yeah and so on your first day if you're doing that i think that speaks volumes to like what people want yeah. i'm sure in this time he's had the downtime to like look be like as as i step in and and i put my I, it's game time what's something that i could kick kick it off with yeah and the fact that he chooses to kick it off with that yeah shows a lot i believe yeah, yeah. It's as if 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 you were to watch, um, it's it's like watching a boxing match, and then the, the the guy comes in, but he knows exactly what he has. You go, holy shit! What the? F-? He has the perfect strategy. Damn. You know, you're like this He's guy had time really to sit and watch. Yeah, yeah, this guy really knew what he saw. He practiced, 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 and and so that's what you want to see. That's what I, that's what's what you want to see from any politician, but. The fact that Yunkin won, I'm glad that didn't get to his head. And he was oh, well, now I'm going to be more lax. No, 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 no. This is this is how we're going to... I'm sticking to it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the type of politicians that need to win come these midterms this year. Uh, so moving on to um, um, Ted Cruz. Uh, last week, we were critical of Ted Cruz, as we should be. Tucker Carlson was Ted, uh, critical of Ted Cruz, as he should be. That's the beautiful thing about having integrity. That's the beautiful thing about good journalism. That's the beautiful thing about good analyzation, observation, and commentary is that doesn't matter what side you're on. doesn't even matter if we rock with you. Yeah. If you're off your square, we're going to call you out and and essentially put you back on your square and that seems like what is what happened <laughs> with Ted Cruz. <laughs> so for people that don't know, um, uh, we uh, uh, last week we 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 covered Ted Cruz uh, referring to the people that that uh, did the the that took place in the situation at the Capitol on January sixth, referring to them as terrorists. Um, Tucker was critical of him on that, which he should have been. Because what took place doesn't categorize or meet the definition of terrorism. No. And then Ted Cruz essentially reneged. He apologized, if you will. Uh, he didn't like say, I'm sorry for that. But he more or less attempted to clear up what it was that he said. Uh, it was like a day or two later. He comes back out and he goes ham grilling an yeah. official of the FBI. Which what started out as a conspiracy theory of... Of people saying that the FBI was very much involved in inciting that stuff uh, on on January sixth started off as a conspiracy. As time has progressed, it seems to have garnered some legs, if you will, and it, there seems to be a little bit of legitimacy to it. And now, so much to the point where Ted Cruz is grilling a FBI official about the FBI's potential involvement on January sixth. 
And the FBI official just keeps saying, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Cold As opposed to, <laughs> well, absolutely unequivocally, no, yeah. the FBI was not involved in what you motherfuckers are calling an overthrow or an attempted overthrow of the government. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Conspiracy that is, theorist. <laughs> they were right. Yeah, that that is so crazy to me. And so it's good to see... Uh, uh, Ted Cruz get back on 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 his stuff. Uh, you know the best way to say you're sorry is to show that you're sorry. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With, I agree. With your Which, that was definitely a display of it. Yeah. And 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 if I may point out something to our credit, not many people have been talking about what, well, like I said, originally was a conspiracy theory to a lot of people, but. In our research and in our information and the way that we produce this show, we have been one of the few next to Tucker Carlson that because I don't even think I, I think now Crowder has kind of been on that that whole bandwagon. But even he really wasn't on it when when we started talking about it, and Ben Shapiro definitely wasn't. And Tim Pool might have been a little bit, but but by and large, there's not many people that. From the onset that we started talking about a potential FBI involvement yeah. in in um, uh, uh, on the the events of January six, there's not a lot of people that have been talking about it the way that we have, and like when Tucker put out that documentary and I and I watched it and we talked about it on the show and stuff yeah. like that, and so I just say that to point out that like it, it's to our credit that we latch on to these stories and, and 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 these these topics early on and as they develop and become more mainstream remember who was there first and yeah. who was there throughout its development just like for instance you could go back and look at things that we talked about when we were covering the presidential election yeah and some of our predictions and how those things have come true. Yep. Like, that's something that it's recorded. It's documented. It's there. You could go back and listen to it. You can't it. take that away. You can't take that away from us. So no. I, I just I just say that to, to, to our credit. I'm not trying to toot our own horn. Yeah. But it's just a further reason for people to tune into the show because... Like, it seems like we're doing this more and more frequently. That and not only that, but like we... I, I, we rarely, if ever, um, lose track of, like, where we stand just because, like, oh, well, um, oh, that looks bad. Well, be it looks bad. Why, though? Yeah. What are these theatrics the fucking corporate media is doing? No. We'll state our case, and, 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 and then we, we also show that we don't care about what, what explanation. Like, all these people that... that that want you to say, oh, this this is horrible. It's an act of ter a terrorism. And, and, well, yeah, but who are you, though? You know, like, I haven't seen enough people take that approach. Like, um, nah, fuck that. Nah, nah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care what you have to say. You need that. You need that because I, all the little sh arguments that you have only apply to you. Mm -hmm. Not to me. So I'm not going to, we're not going to sit there. We're not going to play this game of like what applies to you doesn't apply to me. Right. Nah. Fire with fire. 
And so, and and I think that we have a duty to the people that listen to the show because like we we're gonna analyze the stuff and we're gonna look at it. We're gonna take the information in, and 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 our our viewpoints might change. You know, like I remember when when COVID uh, w- like first happened, like. Man, strong work, right? <laughs> when the Rona, the, I meant the Rona. No, like, like when that first uh, materialized, we we approached it from the perspective of like, all right, let's worry a bit because we don't know. Right away, like we 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 formulated like, okay, what is this? What what's going on? What we it, government is doing? It developed. Yeah. We didn't stick with the same nonsensical narrative. Exactly. That like how the mainstream media is like you remember is like. Literally, this latest variant is literally like a cold, like yeah. well, like a normal cold, and like, but you're so hell bent on that same narrative that like, if you were just to watch the media and not go outside or not experience it yourself, you would think that like the world is is yeah. is on fire out there. Yeah, yeah, because it's all oh, the numbers are high. Yeah, they are, but it's a cold. Relax. We're gonna be fine. And the things Shut that up. and the things that you should be worried about is is what as we segue into this next topic is how if you order something that you might need some freight that 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 has to pass through LA County it you may not even receive it because of the massive looting that's going on on the freight trains over there that is leaving the rail yards and the rail tracks like a junkyard yeah and and there's no there's no recourse there's no repercussions there's no prosecution there's nothing being done about it like at what point that's another thing that like that you don't see this administration talking about that's a local leftist government they're not talking about it but yet you have these these uh, freight train companies that are now trying to see how they could bypass. It's so bad that they want to see how they could bypass L.A. County because that's how badly these freight trains are being looted. Yeah, and and to me that's a, the the mark of like, well, this is. But the, the media is not talking about. Oh that. hell no, no. And please, uh, I encourage people to actually go online and look at videos because. Us talking about it is it's crazy, but when you see how how it looks, yeah, it's like, man, and this is a mark of again, a mixture of things, right? Because poverty, that's that's one. High crime, that's another. Um defund the, the whole defund the police, which is really like the indicator of why there's high crime. These are all leftist talking points, you know equity and all that wild not, stuff. not prosecuting because yeah. because of inequality and all this bullshit if you're gonna be an animal and you're gonna go and and, and loot and destroy well then why why are we giving you no no bail what is this what is this there's no repercussions for committing crimes so now you're spending your hard-earned cash to buy stuff to get there at, you know you because you pay for prime you you or you pay FedEx or you pay UPS you know your money so you could get <laughs> your package on time what's going to happen now and then and then who pays it's either you're going to pay or, or ups pays not the criminal who stole the packages that it should be paying the wildest thing to me like that's that's not even so uh, and then we and what do we call these criminals we call them victims 
oh, well, poor them, and we need services for them. Nah, man, nah. You guys got it fucked up. The, the working person that ordered that package and the person who's managing that UPS, like, those are the, 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 the people victims. you should be worried about. Yeah. Those are the victims. The people working, the people buying, spending their hard-earned cash, not the person stealing. I mean, what is this? But it's indicative of who LA is. It's indicative of who Chicago is, who New York is. All these big city urban areas that like they're cool with that and they define themselves by by like, "Oh, well, you know, don't worry, don't worry. If you get locked up for for uh, looting and stealing and all, don't worry about the bail. We got you. We know <laughs> you had it rough in your life." I said, like, "All right." But but not the person getting shot at or yeah, the person getting robbed. Ridiculous. It's like it's it's so it's such a wild concept. And so you realize why Yunkin's first number one executive order passed was a ban on critical race theory because that's where Virginia will lead to yeah, if yeah. you don't do that. Yeah, because that it's the same philosophy. Yeah. The same philosophy that breeds what's going on is embedded in, in, in critical race theory. Yeah, like like the, the soon, because this is just a beginning, but like soon... If this if this is uh, just a thing like where like you know criminals are let loose like this, you know th- there will be a time where you're going to be like, well, should I even call the police? It's like that now. Yeah, it's like that now, especially in this city. Oh yeah, P- police and, and and police they're not proactive because they get in trouble for doing their job. So it, it becomes lawlessness. It, yeah. it becomes. I think we're already at the point where people don't want to call the police. I think. What starts to happen next is that people start taking the law into their own hands. Yep. And then now you have like like craziness because the other day I saw a video and then I'll, 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 I'll cover this and then we'll go into the final uh, topic for the episode. The other day I saw a video and uh, it was in Chicago. The video is from somebody's garage cam and their garage cam catches a frame of what's taking place in the garage across the alley from their garage. And so you see a car, it, it, it's pulling up. As he's pulling up, he's opening his garage with his remote remote door opener. You know, he pulls forward to reverse into his garage. As he's reversing into his garage, now, there, I would say this, there's a little bit of, of a lack of, of, of uh, observance of his surroundings because yeah. there was a, the car behind them is following kind of closely now on the street it's one thing but in an alley like how often is a car behind you in an alley yeah when you think about all the times you've driven in an alley no. how often was a car behind you probably never really if you think about it i'll probably go around to be honest exactly exactly yeah, that's weird. what i'm that, and that that's exactly what i was leading to is like very seldomly are cars behind you in an alley I wouldn't have even opened my garage door. I would have been like, well, now, you know what? Let me go around or let me pull yeah. up and then and then pull to the side, let them pass, and then I'll go. The other day, I did that at the bank. I was I was pulling up to an ATM. It was kind of late, and then there was a car with, like, really, really blacked-out tinted windows behind me. Yeah. And it was, like, kind of, like, going slow behind me. So before I went to the ATM, the drive, the drive up ATM, yeah. I pulled to the side and like let him go. And yeah. like he was like, he kind of stopped for a second, like not sure like what I was doing. 
And then he went, yeah. and then he used the ATM. And when he was gone, then I used it because I was like, I just, not, it just, yeah. it just didn't feel right. Yeah. So going back to my story is that car that that's in the alley. Like before I even opened my garage door, and that car is there. I like you said, I would have went around. Like I'm not doing it, but whatever. He didn't do that. He opens his garage door, backs in. The car pulls right up to the garage opening. So if he tried to drive out, he can't drive out. Yeah. Guy out of the passenger side gets out, has a gun, walks up to him, and and then I guess like he he robs him. They don't end up taking the car. But I guess I don't know if he wanted to or he couldn't or he got his wallet or whatever the case. Now, I was thinking to myself is not only is that why the whole concealing carry is important. Yeah. But if I was in that situation and I had a weapon on me, I would not have hesitated to blown that dude to smithereens. Not one bit. Yeah. And so this is... And just like I have that sentiment, a lot of people have that sentiment. In fact, I would venture to say that that, that person who was robbed and, and his family probably share that sentiment now. Yeah. And so as this gets worse, you're going to see more people develop that. And uh, and it shouldn't be like that. It's not their job to develop that. No. But but that's the 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 the, the, the where the things are. And so for anybody out there that was so ignorant to vote for the people that they voted for and think that things would get better, well, this is the result. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. So moving on to our final segment of the episode. So the other day I posted something and so many people responded to it. I posted this thing. On let me let me actually find it. Uh, I posted it on social media, and it was in regards to what's going on with Kanye West right now. Now, disclaimer: an important disclaimer. I don't give not one single iota of a fuck about celebrity gossip. This is not about celebrity gossip. You could literally take. The people that we're talking about in this next segment, you could literally take them and replace them with anybody not famous and these same rules will apply. It's only important because the message that it sends to society and culture and men and women and and, and the, the men and women dynamic at large, but the people who it is, the Kanye, Kim Kardashian, Pitt Davidson, that part is not important at all. So this is not a celebrity gossip show. This has nothing to do with that. This is just happens to be happening with these people. So the other day I was on Twitter and I came across these rumors and people tweeting about uh, Kanye going to put out a song uh, that night with featuring the game in which... Uh, He's supposedly going to diss Pete Davidson and the line was going to go, God save me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Now, prior to that, there's been a lot of what you would call simp shit going on with Kanye West, in my opinion. He's getting a divorce and he bought a house right next to uh, his his ex-wife or like in the very close vicinity. Yeah. Uh, He's been essentially publicly not crying over her, but like wanting her back, even though she expresses no intent 
to get back with him. Um, stuff that, like, as a Kanye fan, I just can't let slide, number one. But yeah. more importantly, as a man, it's just, like, not something that I could I could get behind. So the post that I put out, I said, I hope these rumors of Kanye West dissing Pete Davidson aren't true. Fuck the Pete Davidson, but that would make Kanye look like a simp. Don't weep over used goods. Plus, what does it say about his ex going from billionaire to dope fiend? Oh, he makes her laugh, in quotation marks, reverberate the goofs. So, uh, one of our friends commented on it, Donnell. He said, people tend to forget red pill rules apply to celebrities and rich people too. Kanye would be a major simp if he's doing all of this for a bitch that clearly doesn't want him around. Hashtag, let that bitch breathe. And then that, that post, I put it. When I put it on Instagram, I I, I put it with the song. Uh, if you're having girl problems, I'll feel bad for you, son. I got 99 <laughs> problems, but a bitch ain't one. So it was fun. Like a lot of people had stuff to say about it and comment and, and stuff like that. Now, why is this important? Why are we talking about it? We're talking about it because consider being a guy that's successful, culturally influencing uh, somebody that a lot of people consider a genius, massively successful, everything like that. Consider the girl being, you know, somebody that that looks good. Is 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 that the first guy mentioned? Is his baby mama has kids with him, everything like that, and is successful in her own right. Things don't work out between the two, and she decides to go from that first guy to a guy who is. Nowhere near as successful is in a comedy field, but isn't very funny, is a well-known drug addict. Um, and th- I guess him and Kanye, like, they kind of used to be friends. So, like, that kind of says something about that situation, too. Like, you didn't, you only lost in that situation if you act and operate like a Kanye West is acting and operating, that's when no. it, sh- it lo- makes it look like you lost. Dude, at a certain point, you just accept the situation. Yeah. You keep it moving. You take solace in knowing like how successful and great you are. You analyze like her behavior and be like, damn, I guess I didn't know her as well as I thought I did. And you keep it moving. Like... You going on a track and dissing a dude that bagged your ex, like what 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 is what is that? What are you beating his ass for? Or why do you want to beat his ass for? Dude is getting his. And he and, and she chose him. Yeah. Like she he doesn't have her out on dates at gunpoint. Like yeah. they're together based off yeah. of like what, what she is choosing to do. And so to me, at best, I'd be disappointed. I was like, wow, you could have picked someone better for yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I'm not going to go beat dude's ass or care. Like, uh, care in the sense of, like, because obviously he cares about her. Like, uh, Kanye likes her, so you can't. I can't tell Kanye not to not to feel some type of way. But, yeah, what, but keep that shit to yourself. Don't yeah. worry about that shit. Like, you're Kanye West. You just signed a deal with Gap and uh, Balenciaga. You're you're doing good, you're thriving. Go worry about that, 
And also you have kids. Worry like if you want to spend time with your kids, worry about those things. Things that matter, you know, like not not who she's fucking or who she went on a date with cuz it's over. So, but but and that, and and him doing that like to me it, it just it it adds to like the it enhances like the blue pill mentality that you see like so many guys on now and I always thought that he was like a little more red pill than that. Yeah. I mean the thing with Kanye, I think sometimes his lack of mm, and it, it it also shows that nobody well unless you're red pill, nobody's impervious to baby mama drama. Yeah, yeah. That but also like he, he his problem sometimes or many times is he wears his heart on his sleeve for the good or for the bad. And him sometimes like he doesn't think things through. Yeah. Like and so you get like a raw, like this is what I'm feeling. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm not saying like if you have feelings. For, like I said, who am I to tell Kanye West how to fucking feel? Like he might feel fucking you know his flower pot that bothers him in, in that corner, and I might think, oh well, that flower pot looks amazing in that corner yeah. of your house. And well, that's up to you. To that's your house. You do whatever the fuck you want. You feel whatever you want to feel. But sometimes it's like well. Remember, we praise Kanye for being true, yes, but we also praise him because he many times takes a, a, a position of leadership during times where you need someone like Kanye yeah. to make a good decision. This yeah, is well not said. good, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's well said. And I, and I think ultimately that's what this boils down to is yeah. like what it shows for the men and women dynamic, especially in today's day and age, because we kind of covered this a little bit before when I talked about that meme I saw of like uh, people posting, oh, uh, a picture of her with Kanye and she's crying, but then a picture of her with Pete Davidson and she's laughing and it's just like, oh, make her laugh and, and like, you know, she'll be happy or whatever. Like if the world revolves around her, like, yeah. Well, no, the world doesn't revolve around you. Like, it, it, and this guy has done so much for culture, has done so much, is wildly successful. The idea that like a woman could even like really downgrade like that is sort of baffling to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But but also, like I said before, and I theorized this, I imagine that P. Davidson is probably like a easier thing to deal with if you will like less of a standard to have to put up with uh um yeah you know uh, and, uh another thing too s some people are not equipped you know there's many women who are not equipped for a guy like kanye no yeah a hundred percent like uh, uh it's sort of like uh this idea that it's like being with like a guy like him or like a elon musk or like a jeff bezos I would imagine they don't have time for like a lot of the little insignificant things. Like, yeah. like for instance, I think we talked about this a while ago where it's funny. And, and that's why I think th these sorts of topics are important. We talked about a meme that's out there where it says texting a, texting a boy versus texting a man. And the, uh, and the boy texting the boy part of the, the, the image it's like the text is like the girl is like, 
oh, I had such a bad day. I feel so down or sad or something like that. And like the 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 boy is like, why? Like he asks why? Like, and then the, so <laughs> supposedly that's like the boy thing to do. That's the immature thing to do. Yeah. Whereas in air quotations, what a man would do, which is complete bullshit, but what a man would do is she texts the same thing, or I feel so down, I feel so sad, this, that, and the third. And rather than the guy ask why, it's like, oh, you're so amazing, you're a queen, and you're this and this, and like all of this praise. Well, this is stupid, because yeah. like, why not ask why? Why are you down? Why yeah. are you sad? And so I, I say all of that to say that I would imagine these billionaire type dudes, it's like, yeah, I'm building a rocket shit trying to take us to Mars. I really don't got time for this. Like, when you figure out what it is that's bothering you, let me know and we could talk about yeah. it. But until then, I'm going to try to, like, elevate the human race. So <laughs> <laughs> Are we good? Are we good with that? All right, cool. You know Just text me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... it's uh. It's it's such a minuscule thing to like yeah okay yeah like, it could day. be serious but like you gotta know what's wrong with you like yeah. it's not my job to figure out so yes no. why is an appropriate response to you saying that why are you so down now maybe if your 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 fucking uh, illiterate ass text had some grammar or context to it yeah. then he wouldn't need to ask why yeah but like it's like I'm feeling down I'm feeling sad. Okay, well, why are you feeling down? Why are you feeling sad? No, I'm not going to automatically respond with, "Oh, well, you're so amazing," and you're like, "Like what?" Like, <laughs> I feel you're like not, this is Sling not Blade would like, just be like, commentating. I, I reserve, I reserve that comment commentary for <laughs> for my my Spider Man No Way Home review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where they should have had uh, Sling Blade react to that shit when she says that. He says, "Why is it you shouldn't have done that?" You're just a boy. <laughs> so, oh, all right. I'm a boy because I asked why. Why is a, the perfect actual question? Like, you actually, you should be happy like that he's inquiring. Like, oh, why? What happened? Because to what? me, the other one is like a disregard. Like, it's all, yeah. well, let me hit this bitch with some goofy shit so she leaves Because I'm alone. busy. Yeah. <laughs> So you know what? In hindsight, maybe the man shit to do is <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Come full circle. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, nah, but yeah, it's like, come on. You can't, you can't, yeah, you can't uh, deal with, with, with stuff like that. And then looking, looking at, uh, you got to know yourself too when it comes to dating. Like, would you, like, I don't know that I'd like to date a girl like Kim Kardashian. I don't like limelight. I don't like none of that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like to be. So like, maybe I'd, be kind of on some like late night creep with this girl, enjoy, go out to dinner, but like let's not have the, like, cause I wouldn't like cameras all up in my face or motherfuckers hiding in bushes. Like, that's not really my my style. I'm more of a private person. Now, did you hear the, the track that easy, the track that <laughs> yeah. you put out? What, <laughs> yep. what were your thoughts on it? The beat was pretty, pretty badass. Yeah, I like the beat. Um, And even the way the beat reminded yeah. me of a Cool and Dre beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I, I, and I used to like I their wonder, beats a lot. Yeah, I wonder maybe if if it was, because uh, I, you know, um, well, one of your favorite beats I remember was uh, Cool and Dre beat on uh, the game's the, the album. The game, yeah. Big Dream. Yeah, I love that beat. That's still probably one of my favorite beats ever. Yeah. And so... You never know, it being the game. Damn, I'm going to bump that shit later. Yeah. Now you're right. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> listened to it in a hurry. 
Yeah, that, that was a that was a dope ass song. But um, yeah, I, and I even liked like the cadence and in, in, in the way that they rapped. It was cool. Uh, but I like pr- pretty, pretty I like game's cadence. Like yeah. Kanye, it was like a little bit too like like sounded like he was talking to me. Yeah, you know, like I I, I thought game had a nice cadence. I just can't deal with like all of Game's name dropping, dude. Yeah. Please stop. Yes, please. Like just just kick bars, you know? Yeah. Fifth Game <laughs> Big Dre Dre Aftermath <laughs> Eminem Andre Three <laughs> Like I could this motherfucker could do a whole verse yeah. of just him saying names and I wouldn't like be that like out, outlandish to me, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like the beat. Fauci did it. Fauci, Biden, <laughs> Jen Psaki, that redhead bitch, <laughs> Rand Paul. He be grilling Fauci. Like, <laughs> damn, the game really went off on that one. Ben Shapiro, mad commentary, <laughs> like just name, just name dropping. That, that's the whole verse. This is his best name dropping yet. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he has a terrible tendency of doing that. I was like, dude, just stop, just rap. But yeah, he he rapped good like, on it. To me, like well, I like name dropping, like when when like you're like like how Eminem used to do it, like when you're like referencing shit, yeah. like uh. Uh, 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 was like they, uh, they sent me, they, they sat me next to Christina and Fred, Dur- uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, so she, we could argue over who she gave head to first. Like, yeah. he's making a point, he's name dropping, but it's like a reference and making a, uh, making a, uh, like, like making his point, yeah, but it's not like, like, game does it kind of more like for clout, yeah, it, yeah, and so I've always had a, you know, I mean, you could get through it because he raps good enough and, and he has a good uh, flow. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every song, God damn, bro. And then uh, Kanye kind of, I have noticed Kanye on those beats, he does kind of sound the same because like, he kind of sounded like that on the Kendrick Lamar song in The Life of Pablo. Oh, yeah, yeah. He kind of had the same similar um, uh, delivery. But, yeah, like I, I don't. And some of the stuff that that he was saying was okay, but it, it, overall it was like it got clouded over the the line where he's like, uh, uh, "God saved me from that crash so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass." Yeah. And then like the little ad lib that says, "Who?" <laughs> like yeah. as in like, "Who the hell is dude?" Well, obviously you know who dude is. A hundred percent. Exactly. Really, the question should have been who. And you're you're making him more famous now because yeah. it's one thing like, for instance. Now you take the argument of like, well, Eminem dissed somebody that was significantly less less uh, relevant than him when he got at, at at MGK. True that, but but like MGK dropped an official diss song first. Like yeah. Eminem referenced MGK first. Well, I don't know because like the, MGK kind of referenced Eminem first on that Tech Nine song. And then Eminem responded to a dude years later yeah. on his album, and then MGK. Then it was official with with Rap Devil, yeah. and then Eminem responded with Killshot. But with this, like Pete Davidson ain't talking about dude. He's just nailing his ex. <laughs> <laughs> He's just nailing your wife. Let him be. No, yeah, like it's like well, uh, I don't know. To me, it's just not. Again. There's a clear difference in whatever you feel and however you feel about it and how you go about it, you know? Like, people can process their emotion 
internally and not have to m make this more than it is and like do who's dude like because yeah. because i was telling somebody like i would have went about that record differently honestly yeah. like I, I don't, like you said, process your emotions, and I don't even think that, like, it's bad to do a record because people are talking about this. So I could, I would do a record about it, but I would go about it differently. Like, for instance, you got Game on the track. Game supposedly, like, nailed her before. Yeah. So to me, it's one of those things that, like, like I wouldn't, like, flat out, I'm not, you know, I, I probably wouldn't flat out call the mother of my children a hoe well maybe i would like, i don't know <laughs> but, right. but but um depends on how you feel right but i would kind of like sort of talk kind of take that approach of it it's like oh well i thought old girl was different but i guess she's for the streets i got game on the track type shit let's see what he has to say about it because like she was like first like with him type shit yeah also, like in that record, like you got you. He's like, uh, I kind of drops a line. He's like, "Oh, am I new bitch bad?" Because he's dating the chick from Uncut Gems. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thickling. <laughs> and and, uh, and 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 uh, your face lit up when I mentioned her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, lit up like fucking Times Square. <laughs> but uh, but no. But what's funny about it is um. Like, he says on it, oh, and my new bitch bad. Like, he talks about it on the track. So, it's like, are you into the new bitch? Or are you crying about the old bitch? Or, like, what is going on on this record right now? Yeah. Um. And, yeah, like, I, I would just have gone about it, like, differently. So, again, I don't have an issue with somebody processing their, their stuff. Yeah. Just, like, the way that you're doing it. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you, could, you could take a... You could take a pretty raw, rugged approach to it, you know, and and still be able to talk about it. Like you said, having game and then knowing that you're culturally relevant, you know, um, you could have a line that's witty about the game, about you and Pete Davidson every, every you know. Yeah. It was, it was my turn. Yeah. <laughs> now it's dude's like, like, Exactly. You could... You could you could uh and then you could even process the fact that like you know you don't know how to feel about that whatever like but like you could you could be witty creative like, and and like, like talk about like it. do you remember this record it was off of i want to say off of the marshall matters lp2 and eminem kind of went about it like that like he was talking about a chick like being with a chick that he didn't trust but it was he did a, he did it funny he's like he, it was like it, it starts off as like, uh, bitch, where the fuck were you Tuesday? With who you stay? Uh, 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 yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I, I, I was. At, you weren't at the studio. What'd you do, Screw? I was no. I Screw wasn't Dre. at the studio. What'd you do, Screw Dre? Like it was, and like he he is name dropping all these people, but like you could yeah. tell he's having fun with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like obviously, I like the skill level to do that. Kanye doesn't have that skill level no. in terms of rapping. Like he's yeah. good at making music and he's great skill at making music. He's not but, lyricist like that. No, right? Like to do something like that, you have to have like a like a a, a, a higher level of skill that he doesn't display. Yeah. Uh, but still, you could have gone about this like more creatively. I think. Yeah, yeah. Not, not. It was just a cheap. I mean, because you know it's gonna hit the headlines, you know. Yeah. And well, for that, you know, for the promotional aspect, that's cool. But like, yeah, it could have been 
package But it only better. really hit the headlines because of the people involved. Yeah. Like Kanye, P. Day, same P. Davidson's name. Like, that's really why, because otherwise that song, like, is a very like, lackluster song. Yeah. yeah. You can, yeah, because I listened to it once, then one time again today, and I'll really it was only for the episodes. Oh, let me refresh myself on, on what was said, but I wouldn't, I didn't feel the need to listen to it again. You no, know, it was like no. one time, and that's good. We're all right, cool. Good beat. Cool little elements here and there, and uh, I'll never remember this song ever again. Yeah. 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 Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. And if you want to help us stay independent, Go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.